Hello, and welcome to The Empowered Resilient Woman, a podcast that supports all women on the journey to becoming their most resilient self in life and business. I'm your host, Kimberly Smith. Thank you so much for being here. This is our first episode, season one, episode one. There's so much more to come, but this episode is packed, full of amazing food for thought, plus some truly actionable guidance on how you can position yourself for progress and prosperity in this coming year and far beyond. So today we are talking about clearing space for sustainable success in 2023 and kickstarting your new year full of abundance. So first thing is first, how are you feeling right now? (laughs) You know, it is so important that we ask ourselves this question. And at this time right here at the crux of a new year, a lot of us are feeling overwhelmed. You know, the last two years have been hard to say the least. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of slumps, a lot of ruts. Perhaps you're feeling like you're in one now. And there's been a lot of disappointments. And amongst that, it can feel really just overwhelming at this new juncture, right? Like another year, right? And also not knowing where to start. You know, as we get older, as the years go by, I feel like it's harder and harder to get excited about this time of year. I mean, I myself have to push myself a little bit and kind of, you know, get the juices flowing again. Time just goes by so quickly. One year seems to blend right into the next and time is weird. (laughs) So, you know, the reason why so many of us feel overwhelmed right now is because of these last two years, but also because of the holidays, right? They're so damn busy and we're feeling like we need a friggin' break. Our minds, our bodies are just screaming for a break. And this is absolutely one of the ways that you can actually kickstart your new year is by resting. So of course, you know, I hope that you were able to rest during the holiday break and take some much needed downtime But as a woman and a mom, I know how much we take on. And I know that resting during this crazy time of year is just easier said than done. So if you're feeling like you need a break, which I'm sure you are, I mean, I'm feeling like I need a break, take a break. Don't resist that urge. Don't resist your true need for rest time. And, you know, rest doesn't necessarily mean that you're sleeping. Although to each their own, if you want to sleep for the next three days as a way to kind of prep and get yourself going in this new year, by all means, do it. (laughs) You do you. (laughs) Resting to me means just doing less. Take it from a 10 down to like a two or three. Like we do not have to be going full throttle all the time. So, you know, for me, this means reducing what's on my social calendar. Maybe I'm staying in and reading more, watching more movies while still upholding my day-to-day routines. You know, you can rest and still get shit done. <laughs> so don't think you. this means you have to completely check out. It's not all or nothing. So please schedule in some rest time. Block off some days. Give yourself that permission to take time away so that you can create a strong bridge into this new year. It's overwhelming 
to think about doing anything new or even thinking about where to start when you're overtired or when you're still carrying or holding on to excess baggage from the past year or the past several years, or maybe it's baggage from a lifetime. (laughs) You know, my clients, my friends, my family members, myself, literally everyone I know, we've had a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows over these last couple of years, a lot of career transitions, layoffs, breakups, divorces, moving into new homes, new babies and parenting responsibilities. This is life. It is hella freaking stressful at times. And a lot of times we actually don't take time to rest amongst those transitions. And so we're carrying all this baggage from what we haven't processed, all the change that we haven't processed. And it just builds. And that's why we all feel like we're living on the brink of burnout. If we don't take that time to actually process what's happening around us, not only are we carrying all this extra emotional and mental weight, but then we start to feel disconnected. We start to feel disconnected from ourselves and from the ones that we love. Part of processing change is managing our mindset. It's reality checking our thoughts. It's reevaluating our beliefs and assessing whether or not we feel like we're making choices that are really aligned with our values. When we skip this part of processing change and really checking in with ourselves and the emotions that we're having and and take the time to just get back in touch, we're going to feel chaotic. You know, our minds are just all over the place and we we feel chaotic, frenzied and this just feeds that daily struggle that so many of us experience. So it doesn't matter or, you know, it doesn't matter what has happened in the past. If you're wanting to get a grip and get realigned this year so that you can feel better, so that you can focus on what matters most, this is a great time to do it. This is the best time to do a self-check-in. I mean, you can do this at any time of year, but here we are. We've got a brand new year in front of us. To me, it's just like this amazing clean slate. So schedule some time to check in with yourself. What are you loving about your life? What is working well for you right now? What is feeling really good? And likewise, what feels like it's a struggle? What feels like it's sucking your soul? How do you want to feel? These are questions that we have to constantly be coming back to. You know, I know that a lot of us would just love to think, okay, I'm going to do this. And then the work is done. The work is ongoing. You know, this personal work where we really are getting to know ourselves through each phase of our life. These questions of what you're loving and what's working and what's not working and what feels good and is that aligned with how you really want to feel, these are foundational questions that you can come back to at any time. And you should often. I highly recommend it. So schedule a self-check-in and start by identifying the areas of your life that could use a little TLC. You know, you don't have to even go down the road of trying to think about or figure it all out yet. Just identify these things, you know, put them on a piece of paper and just have them there because we're going to come back to them. I promise. (laughs) You know, during this process, a lot of times we start thinking about 
what's not going so hot. And, you know, I'm going to caution you here because we can really start to feel bad about ourselves and start to blame ourselves for not having it all together or making quote bad choices. And if you start to feel like that, stop right there and remind yourself that evaluating your current circumstances is the starting point when it comes to initiating positive change for yourself, for your family, for your relationship, for your business. And to you and and, and doing that, doing this evaluation and checkpoint, that's what's going to help you go from where you are to where you want to be. It is essential. So it is not about blaming or shaming. All right. And this is really where humility comes in. You have to be able to look into the darkness at the not so shiny things that aren't working, the behavioral patterns in yourself and others, the toxic habits, whatever it is, and recognize them. It's not about beating yourself up. We all have our own work to do. And no doubt there's a ton of other circumstances that actually play a role in how things have ended up the way they are in your life right now. That's the case for all of us. The fact that you can care enough to be honest with yourself and see things as they are and decide that you want to do something different, that you want something better for yourself, that's going to help you move forward. When you can humble yourself to say, I don't have all the answers. I need to find some new methods. I need to find some new solutions. I'm not playing around anymore. I'm making this shit happen. That's when things shift. That shifts everything. You can't build something new, something more stable, something more supportive on top of ruins, right? So humility is what allows you to lay a new foundation so that you can create a new reality and a new experience for yourself that is much more supportive and brings you much more happiness and joy consistently, okay? So, so far, your two steps to start, you know, this new year are to rest, schedule in some downtime to really relax. Holidays are over, you know, and relax. Get your nervous system regulated again. All right. Do a self check-in and have a slice of a slice of humble pie. <laughs> right. In fact, you could probably do these things together. Rest while thinking about what you want for yourself, what you want more of, and what you want to leave behind or let go of. Another pitfall when it comes to this time of year is just blindly jumping into goals without doing some of this preliminary setup. And so when I say that we are clearing space for sustainable success, I mean, you literally have to clear and make space, right? So some other things that you can do to clear out old, you know, space and, you know, or make space and clear out old energy is to literally clean house. Okay. Clean out your email, unsubscribe from all the lists, the junk, uh, organize and throw out, you know, old mail. Clean out your purse. I know mine desperately needs it at this point. Uh, Clean out your car. That's another one. If any of you have kids, I mean, goddamn, right? I mean, it will make a mess of it. Clean out your closets. Get rid of all the clothes. No doubt you got some amazing new things for Christmas and, you know, out with the old, in with the new. There's a reason why we have that saying. 
even cleaning out things like your refrigerator, your cabinets, getting rid of old expired items, pots and pans that you don't use, donate it all, right? Get rid of it. Doing a deep clean of your home and clearing out old belongings is so therapeutic. Any type of clutter, whether it's physical clutter or digital clutter, it's going to create mental clutter. And that makes it really hard to stay organized, aware, motivated, because it all drains our energy. And how are we supposed to integrate anything new when we feel like we can't keep up with our normal responsibilities, right? So, okay, you've you've done the rest. You're doing a self-check-in to identify the areas that need your attention this coming year. Done a physical and mental and emotional purge of all the crap, <laughs> that you don't need to hold on to anymore. So now you're ready, okay? You are ready to set some goals. And I know (laughs) that goals have a bad rap, but hear me out because I truly believe that if you don't set meaningful and powerful goals, then you're going to lose steam. You're going to get off track. You're going to start beating yourself up in less than 30 days and it's all going to go to shit. I'm telling you how it is because if you don't write it down, right? We've all heard that. If you don't write it down, then it doesn't happen. If you don't put it on your calendar, it doesn't happen. If you don't actually take the time to write down your goals, if they're just floating around in your brain, that's there's no strategy behind that. That's there's there's no dedication, there's no commitment. So how could you possibly take consistent action towards these things if they're just, you know, floating around? <laughs> if they have no place. So goals are our guideposts. They are literally what help us achieve what we want in every area of our life. But I got to say that not all goals are created equal. And people cringe all the time when they hear the word goals because most people struggle with their goals and they feel triggered when they even sit down to set goals because maybe they've had bad experiences in the, the past, you know, much like I just described. They work on it for maybe like a week or two and then, you know, life just takes over and they've they've got nothing to hold them accountable and then they just feel bad about themselves. Like that is not what we're going for here. And I get it because that's how it used to be for me. That was how goal setting was in my life and I never felt like I made much progress, right? So if we feel, you know, triggered by these goals, by the whole goal setting process, then we've got to change the trigger. And what do I mean by this? I mean that instead of being triggered in a negative way by our goals, we've got to make sure that we're triggered in a positive way. And so let's dive into this a little bit. You know, a lot of times with with goals, we feel guilty right off the bat, right? That's a negative trigger that we we feel. And so the first thing is that we have to make peace with wanting more for ourselves. You've got to make peace with wanting more for yourself. That is the way, right? It's a soul it's part of our soul's natural evolution to want to change. And, you know, a lot of times we've been taught that if we aren't satisfied with what we have, then it means that we're greedy or ungrateful. And, you know, that's just total bullshit in my mind. You know, it's when we actually deny our desires and hold ourselves back from what we want. That's when we actually 
become frustrated with life. We become angry and resentful and anxious and even depressed. So you've got to believe that your desires matter because they do. All right. Leaning into your desires, that is the pre-work that allows you to set some amazing goals and manifest them into reality. That is what allows you to take away some of those negative triggers and start feeling more positive about actually taking action towards what you want because you believe it's worthwhile, that you, it's not only going to have a positive impact on your life and you, but it's going to have a positive impact on everybody around you. How could it not? So when it comes to creating more positive triggers for goals, get rid, get rid of the guilt first, all right? Also, if your goals sound hard, like they're a sacrifice, like they're a struggle, you are not going to want to work on them. Your goals have to sound inspiring and positive and challenging, yet achievable. You've got to believe that, you know, you can do it. They've got to get you excited and, you know, maybe a little anxious, but in a good way, right? Like excited to have what's at the at, at the end. And they've got to ignite your passion for life. When you write out a goal, and when you read it out loud to yourself, it should sound so amazing, so meaningful. It should demonstrate a transformation so powerful centered around what you're gaining that it brings tears to your eyes, that it is so emotive. So it brings your emotions to the surface. You're just like, yes, I want that. Yes, that is why this is so important to me. And, and this is it. You know, this is what you need to, to do to clear some space for sustainable success and to lay a new foundation and kickstart your new year full of abundance. You got to rest and recoup your physical, mental, and emotional energy. You've got to check in with yourself and be radically honest about what needs to change and clear your space physically, digitally, mentally, emotionally, metaphorically, whatever, right? Then you can set some goals by making peace with what you want, believing that it's it matters, and framing up goals that sound fun so you can stay connected and dedicated to them. I mean, I personally love this new year energy. I love the smell of fresh possibilities in the air. And I've got to say, starting this podcast has been a goal of mine. And here we are, right? It's actually been a long-term goal that I've been working towards over the last, gosh, probably three and a half years. So don't underestimate yourself. And not all goals obviously take that long. You know, for me, I had to conquer a lot of my own fears centered around public speaking, around writing and presentation and all of those things. And so I started dabbling in other things that led me to this place where then I felt like I had the skills that I could then take this bigger leap, right? And don't get me wrong, it's still scary AF, all right? <laughs> so, but don't underestimate yourself. You have to be thinking. If you've been thinking about something for a long time, that means it's possible and that means it's important to you. So follow the, the lead of your heart, the desires that are in your heart because they were placed there for a reason, all right? If you're looking for more support and guidance with goal setting, you definitely want to check out my goal manifestation guide. I'll link it in the show notes. It's on my website. The goal manifestation guide is actually a tool that I created 
to use myself and I share it with my clients. Uh, it comes in some of my courses. It comes with a 26 page reusable guided workbook plus a video tutorial that you can use again and again and again. So it's a sustainable tool that you can use to set and achieve powerful goals. It's what I use. It's what my clients use. And it's going to help you, number one, get clear on what you want, create the roadmap to make it happen, and hold yourself accountable so that you can stay in action and manifest your goals into reality. So inside the Goal Manifestation Guide, I actually teach you how to use your personal values and desires as a roadmap for goal setting and manifestation, all of the goal requirements to exponentially increase your motivation and achievements, how to frame up meaningful and powerful goals. It's a repeatable process so that you can stay inspired, motivated, in action, power through procrastination, and overcome all the overwhelm of goal setting and reach your goals. Plus, I also share my step-by-step manifestation mindset process to use and uh, use alongside your goals, which help amplify them, and how you can utilize this tool over and over and over again for even greater success. So the goal manifestation guide uh, comes with also journal prompts, reusable print- printables. It's the real deal. All right. It's the complete package when it comes to uh, goal setting and manifestation. I honestly think that everybody should have a copy. So in honor of this new year and the launch of the Empowered Resilient Woman podcast, I am going to give away one goal manifestation guide plus a VIP coaching session. This is the goal manifestation guide plus a 90-minute one-on-one coaching session with me. It's a $450 value. So here is how you enter to win. Number one, subscribe to the ERW podcast, the Empowered Resilient Woman podcast on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify. I want you to, number two, screenshot this episode. Follow me on Instagram at Kimberly.Brooke.Smith and share the episode screenshot to your stories and tag me, okay? Uh, And all of this is going to be in the show notes. And if you don't have Instagram, share the screenshot to your Facebook feed and send me a screenshot of your post, okay? So entries are valid for U.S. residents only through Wednesday, January 18th. And you must be 18 years old to qualify, enter, and win. The winner is going to be drawn on January 19th, and you'll be contacted via social media if you are the winner. So if you're watching this after January 18th, 2023, the giveaway will be over, but you are still welcome (laughs) to share the love and this episode with your friends, your family, your followers. As always, it's much appreciated. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Empowered Resilient Woman podcast. There is so much more to come for the ERW podcast, and I appreciate you so much. So keep shining, and I will chat with you soon. 